Welcome to the RAB Poetry Podcast, where we bring you the stories behind the words, where every poem has a story behind it. Our podcast is a journey through the hearts and minds of poets as we delve into the inspirations, struggles, and triumphs that fuel their work. In each episode, we'll feature a poem, sharing the underlying stories and reciting the most powerful and moving pieces. From various poems on wide variety of topics and rising poets and authors, our podcast is the perfect companion for anyone who loves poetry and the power of words. Whether you're a seasoned poetry enthusiast or just getting started, you'll find something to love on the RAB Poetry Podcast. So tune in and let the stories of our poets take you on a journey of inspiration and emotion. Listen to the REB Poetry Podcast, available on all major platforms now. Welcome to Fandom Power. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the show. It's uh, it's the uh, weekly Sunday night Fandom Power live stream here. Well, here, wherever you are. I know where I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know where you are, I, I sort of know where I am. 50% of the time, I know where I am 100% of the time. <laughs> I've been enjoying this. Uh, I don't want to call it a stall period because behind the scenes, I've been very busy doing mm. other other video projects, which if you haven't seen... Um, we've dropped about three, three more, uh, three videos in our, uh, weapons of star Wars playlist. So if you haven't, uh, checked those out, they're just, they're all under five minutes. Go check those out. They're, uh, they're kind of cool. consumable. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, but I do, I like this loose, loosey goosey. <laughs> yeah, 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 where yeah. There's less. Oh my God. I gotta stay on script. Right, <sighs> right, right. And it's been working for me. And I really, man, there was so much more I wanted to talk about last week um, in the toy discussion. And we just, we couldn't uh, for time and for argument's sake, because there's some pretty uh, (laughs) aggravating things. Or can we call them hot button topics? Sure. Hot button topics. Sure. (laughs) Excuse me. Not much has changed in a week. I mean, they didn't fix anything, right? (laughs) No, 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 no. Part two could happen. I want to preface uh, the conversation that we're going to do a two-parter tonight. If you haven't, uh, I mean, you, you're here now. You you know that we're doing a two-parter tonight. We're going to go back and, and revisit a portion of the toy discussion from last week because there's a little bit more to talk about. And I just kind of want to put it out. I want to put out some vibes, and I want to I want to see what comes back. What comes back? I want to know what you guys think of uh, this particular subject. Um, so yeah, we're going to talk about toys for a little bit in the first half of the show, and then. Then we're going to unpack the first two episodes of She-Hulk. I hope you've been watching because uh, we have, and uh, I know we all have some very interesting opinions and strong opinions about about things as fans of people who like things. Mm-hmm. Fans of things, as it were. Things are good. Things are good. I do. I agree. Things are very good. <laughs> Ask Ben Grimm. <laughs> That's right. Uh, all right, guys. Last week on the toy discussion when we were talking about... Um, the state of uh, the action figure world. We came, we, we just, just scratched the surface on the notion of uh, third party toy companies or knockoff toy companies. Uh, the whole, Hey, that's Bruce. They still call me Bruce. 
Although that's a knock. That's a knock. I was going to say, can you, can you pull pull put him back in frame? Sure. Pull him back a little bit, and uh, can we get on his face a bit? Yeah, there we go. Wow, I'm looking figure. It's not bad. It's not bad. I mean, uh, I mean, if uh, it's it reminds me, uh, Bruce Lee, uh, almost looks Indian. Yeah, 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 yeah. He almost looks like he's like Indian, like from it was it was advertised. uh, It was like on um, Wish or one of those like (laughs) super. You know, it didn't cost much. It was Bruce Lee. It was a fun experiment. Lauren got them for me for Christmas. (laughs) That's awesome. But they were they were advertised as like articulate three point seven five figures, and they're actually puzzles. Sure, sure. Like all the limbs come off. If it makes you feel better. They don't turn or anything. Like, Give me a second. Like, gonna, let me grab something off camera here. Nice. Oh, you can manually turn it. Yeah. 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 You could. And then the elbow looks weird. But uh, there was like five of them. One of them came with two left arms. One sure, of them was sure, missing sure. a leg. Uh, so, but, I mean, you know, I knew what I was getting into. Is my point. You know this, what I mean? Like this. I have a license. This is a licensed Bruce Lee. Okay. Uh, collectible. And let me tell you, it's not much better. Okay. <laughs> oh wow yeah yeah i i do have the licensed um oh my goodness would you believe that's from sideshow that's sideshow really? yeah that's it's a very wow. early sideshow yeah yeah wow <laughs> we're just gonna do a bruce lee episode i was yeah, gonna run and yeah, grab but yeah. i think it's a neca is it a neca bruce lee uh um, in the yellow yes diamond diamond selected diamond one. select um it comes with multiple I heads many hands thing. I and he's a seven-inch figure, so he doesn't scale with the Star Wars stuff. He scares the crap out oh, of Star sure, Wars sure. figures. But I find he doesn't. As he should. He's way too tall and lean for Bruce. Like Bruce Lee is sort of a compact little. You know, right. this guy. It's as weird as it is. He scales like Bruce Lee. He kind of you know. He's great though. He's proportionately. He's great. Yeah, yeah. This other thing has legs that are so long. He looks like a gazelle, <laughs> and, and a crazy long torso. It's like you had to stretch that to get the seven inches there. It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Awkward. And that was a. In box, it looked incredible though. Nunchucks spinning around. So there's a, there's a certain segment of the uh, of of the toy world industry. Industry is it an industry? Sure, it's a. It it's is hundred percent. Yeah. Um, that is like fan made stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to preface this conversation by saying, like, I own. I'm a transformer collector, so you better believe that I own third party transformers because, quite frankly, some of them are very very good. What I want to talk about, though, is this whole notion of there's almost like a, a flippancy with the third-party companies that, you know, because they can, they do with impunity. That's right. To the, to the point where, to the point where the, you have other other YouTubers out there who are actively, I don't want to say defending, but there's like a misconception around what you know about the IP intellectual property laws right and how they can be applied and i think there's a i don't want to call it a complacency that just because a toy company doesn't litigate the little guy that they won't no and i we've seen disney go after really petty things for this oh sure sure you know and they 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 seem to have their thumb on the pulse of knowing when we've used too much of one of their musical pieces in our number of videos or <laughs> like instantly they have their thumb on that pulse. It's strange. And machine learning. I mean, 
and we discussed this last time, is there some sort of kickback? Is there some sort of way that Corporation X is making money off their knockoff toys? Whether it's because it's driving people towards the actual toy or whether it's bringing uh, brand awareness in a strange way. Uh, I, I think there's something to that, the brand awareness thing. I, I, I sincerely do believe that. I think, you know, me, if, if I was, you know, CEO West of, you know, uh, bearded podcaster toys and, you know, uh, Hank out in Halifax just says, I'm going to take that uh, bearded podcaster figure and I'm going to 3d print it and I'm going to start selling it. Right. You know, as soon as I became aware of that, you know, not necessarily, I'd want to, I want to watch it. I want to watch it first to see if it's, is it gain traction? Because if it does, then I can go, there's interest in my brand and now I can do something official and now I will squash you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Might as well wait and see. It doesn't cost me anything to watch the other guy. It costs me nothing or it costs me very little. Or even to make a reasonable reach at some point and go, Hey, I noticed you're making some traction with my IP. With my intellectual property. Would you like a license? Would you, would you, yeah. (laughs) Would you want to do business? Let's you want to do a license. I'd like my portion of of that, please. Okay. So I, I'm glad that you touched on that because I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not out to pick on any one company, but there is a company out there right now that is getting their fingers in a lot of pots. And I'm going to, I'm going to use them as the, the big example for tonight. Let me just, let me bring this up here. Let's, let's go back to a time when toys were maybe a little, well, they were simpler. They were actually pretty freaking cool. Some of them were pretty elaborate, but uh, we're going to take a little trip back to the 1980s. You guys remember, uh, oh, am I on the right slide? I am on the right slide. Do you remember this mm-hmm. brand? You remember Centurions? Yeah, yeah totally. Andy, I know you're a Centurions fan. Yeah. So Centurions power extreme. Me, me, me. Jake Rockwell um, yeah. is my go-to. That's right. See, so three guys. Each one is, uh, you know, equipped for a certain yeah, environment. We get a you get an air commander, salt, uh, ground and water, ground and a water guy, and they all came with these modular kits that you could. Uh, yeah. Well, they came with a base kit, and then you would buy your expansion kit. Yeah, additional kits, right? So, so it you, just uh, kept the the action going because then you mix and match. No, absolutely. So this yeah. is one um, of Kenner's first foyers into into a line after Star Wars, right? Like this would be yeah. So 80. this is like, this is uh eighty. I think the Ruby Spears cartoon was around eighty five, eighty six, somewhere okay, in there, eighty six maybe. Yeah. yeah. So kind we're of still after. associated with Tonka at this point. Yeah. 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 Oh, I see. So um, you, you've got a company out here, uh, and I don't even know where they're from. And honestly, I didn't check. They might not even have a website. That's the that's one of the things with these third party companies. Some of them may have a website. Some of them may not. Right. But anyway, earlier, uh, was it last year, I guess, in 2021 or late this year, um, this small toy company, Ramen Toy, um, produced a a line of action figures that they called 80s Commanders. And I mean, it's, it's, I don't know about you guys, but it looks pretty obvious to me that what we are looking at is a, uh, a modern, modernized, modern take on. When I look at it like that, I'm wondering if they even had access to the molds. Maybe, man, you know, but here's the thing. Certainly I've been following this, these guys online and, so, and certainly they've had access to uh, real uh, action figures. Yeah. So it wouldn't be much to laser scan uh, yeah. uh, an existing uh, figure and then uh, reverse no. engineer that. True. Because no, I think that's... the idea is that these guys will actually work with your existing Centurion kits. I was under the impression these were a bit smaller. Are they? I believe so. I thought the holes were with the same size. Maybe they're not. Maybe I could be wrong. 
So anybody is, out there own a set of these can uh, corroborate no, this for me? Jeez. Is the IP still active? Is that a, like I know well, it's definitely the thing, not right? under the like it, it's not the 1920s and it it's hasn't lapsed. Not. Well, here's the thing, right? So I put that up there on purpose that you know this is a line that started with Kenner, and we know that Kenner was sold to Hasbro. So this is a this is a brand that is that is firmly entrenched. It is Hasbro's intellectual property. They own Certainly. it. It has not even crossed the radar of revivals. Even when they went back and did that. Um, What's the revival thing they just did recently with IDW that had, uh, my God, it had Mask and Transformers and G.I. Joe Turtles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a big crossover event that they did in, in the comics. Mask was in there, um, as well as uh, the, the guys with the holographic staffs. Visionaries. Visionaries. It was a Visionaries. big crossover. Centurions wasn't even part of that. So I have not heard of anything official on the Centurions front in, uh, well. Since the original. At Inception. all. Right. Mm. But you have this third-party set, uh, these 80s commanders, which, you know, people apparently are uh, pretty I mean, excited about. That's pretty blatant. Uh, sure it is. It's pretty but you, I mean, specific. it's sort of like there's a there's a, a, a deep history of of, of ripping off uh, happening, Absolutely. you know, uh, Micronauts. Yeah. Were completely ripped off from Japanese brand. Like just utterly and totally ripped off. From the Man, Japanese there's a brand. whole there's a whole revolving door on Micronaut, the Micronauts, GI Joe, Transformer uh, right. connection, which is like it, it's mind numbing when you kind of realize what. Yeah. Oh, and then you look at yeah. the history of almost everything, and yeah, very few things aren't derivative. Like this, this example is is so visceral because it's literally you like you know, there's no two ways about it. I keep but, using the the third party transformer example because that is by and large probably the biggest the biggest uh, industry within the industry is these not transformer transformers or yeah. not transformer transforming robots that have no branding on them and have different names and are are so skirting sort of the edges of what is you know perhaps IP infringement and I didn't I didn't br- uh, put a pull a lot of those examples in but yeah. there are literally some third-party companies that are taking a mold from hasbro and just simply making it bigger well and there's i mean there's giant corporations that have popped up around a toy brand that isn't you know now like so like lego is a really good example how they're um the the patent is now lego was their own worst enemy (laughs) but but mega blocks had established itself like right under them like an umbrella and had for a a long time it had superhero licenses and it was doing right. very well competitively. Right, right. And and ever so slightly, the blocks wouldn't line up. I mean, you could force them to line up. Yep. But that's yep. one of those things where everybody knows it. Lego knows it. Mega Blocks yep. knows it. Every yep. fan, every kid, every everybody knows it. But it just happened anyway. There was no legal battle that I'm aware no. of. And but so they, I mean. <laughs> Even now, you go to the Dollar Tree and you find Absolutely. blocks there from like Tech Block, and it says Lego compatible. They're, and they're all right Lego compatible. now. Well, that's now the they're thing, all right? Lego. That's that's yeah, yeah. since the license is open. Hasbro's uh, uh, a brick. The Creo brick is compatible. Uh, Mega Blocks, which is now constructs, constructs. Yeah. it's been uh, rebranded. Constructs. There's a Playmates uh, sort of version. There's a uh, McFarland. Com- McFarland did yes. some uh, some yes. uh, build uh, the, a bunch of Game of Thrones uh, sets. They did. Yeah. I have. Yeah. I don't know who the uh, property guy, the maker, the manufacturer is, but I have several Rick and Morty sets that are Lego compatible, but yeah, they're those not are Lego. McFarlane. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah, they did that. They did South Park. 
Um, I'm pretty sure the Game of Thrones, at least the one set I have, was from Mega Constructs. Okay. I, I think more than ever now, too, the, the IPs, the way that the distribution is working, like it's it used to be sort of like Kenner. That was it. That's what we had in the 70s. Yeah. That way you didn't, yeah. you know, yeah. if, if it wasn't Kenner, we knew it was fake. Um, I'm not really being that concerned with it when I was eight years yeah, old. Yeah, anyway, yeah. right? There were knockoffs; yeah. those Brazilian cool things. But do you want to take a, just going to say like you, you everybody, keep going. Everybody has uh, so many poles in the water, if you will. Well, and this is where this is where like I've there said are before. nine or ten different Star Wars toy brands. There's anybody with a 3D printer, end, low end, and yes, well, anybody with a 3D printer is suddenly a toy company. It's, you know I mean, what I mean? Or could be a toy company, be a, a basement yeah. toy company, you know, uh, bootlegging out the back door. Right. Yeah. Right. And some of them are, some of them yes. are, some of them are small. They're, they're one person operations. Andy, we've seen it on the toy groups on Facebook mm-hmm. where like there's a toy group that I had been for, where we actually had to make a point of saying, listen, if you don't own the intellectual property, like it's one thing to print an accessory. We've talked about this before. Print the accessory that that the rare thing that's hard to get that because you're never gonna find. it's going to complete somebody's figure. But when sure. you start printing entire action figures and then calling it an original work and getting upset because, hey, I made that. Um, you've already you've already dipped into legal obscurity when you when you took somebody else's intellectual property and then tried to sell it. No, so absolutely. I mean, if you are if you are not going into this sort of eyes open, I mean, j- again, this goes back to a lot of these companies, Hasbro, Mattel, they don't litigate for whatever reason. No, but it doesn't mean that they can't or won't in the future. No, no. and so if they do, you're getting everything that's coming to you um, under yeah, the letter of the law. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But in this specific case, I could see why. They would let it go. They don't have anything uh, in the works with it. Yeah, exactly. Got so nothing going on with this brand. Let these guys get it out there. Right, 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 right. Invigorate the brand, if you will. Get the interest going. Totally agree. Once that's there, shut them down. Totally take agree. And- I totally agree with you. And so what's what's more interesting is that this company has a license for a to- they remember Superhawks? Yes. So Ramen Toy actually got a licensing deal with Super Seven, hmm. who has the the a toy license to make silver hawks action figures so they are actually producing a licensed quicksilver and monstar on top of all the other things that they're doing you want to take a look at another one yes all right, yeah. let's have a look Ooh, one of my favorites mask another one from kenner another uh, one that hasn't really done much lately either again comics, you know anyway. the, that idw right. comic uh, sort of resurgence there um Nothing going on there. I and I I chose to, uh, the particular vehicles that I did. One, it's uh, Thunderhawk, which is sort of the the main hero Go characters. Yeah, the main hero characters vehicle. And the other one I pulled up is Stiletto. Stiletto came out towards the end of the line. It was a character Gloria Baker, but Gloria Baker featured like really really prominently in the uh, the animated series. Yeah, and she was driving a different vehicle. She was driving a Porsche, hmm. and that Porsche never got made. Hmm. Never hmm. got made. However, our friends over at uh, Raw Man Toy have decided that uh, they're going to dip into that pool too. So it looks like they're uh, taking a crack at uh, redoing the Thunderhawk um, as well as doing their own version of the Shark. Crazy. Uh, It's going to be called uh, Machina. Machina. But again, I mean, look at the... (laughs) Look at it and tell me that... uh, Oh, yeah, even the logo. (laughs) Here we go. I mean... Right. uh, Okay. 
and I'm, this is not to judge anybody who is a, a consumer of toys and action figures, right? Like I said, I own lots of third-party stuff. I love it. As a consumer, it's pretty much risk-free for me to go out and buy this stuff. And if, yeah. if someone's going to make it uh, and it's the thing that I want, I'm okay with buying it. I just, as a business person, oof, it's, a, it's another... another uh, I started poking around the topic, and what I realized was there are people out there that just collect knockoffs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And there's a huge sort of subset of us that do that. (laughs) And so, (laughs) you know, uh, as a collector, is it – you get into some moral gray ground there because you're you're definitely putting money into that to giving it possibly to a person who doesn't deserve it necessarily, but – like you say, I guess if any company wanted to, they could just swoop in and, and, and deal with it if, well, if it was becoming a problem for them. Let's let's go back to that about, you know, someone who doesn't deserve it. And and now imagine that you're the guy who's or the team that is doing the work behind the scenes to do the engineering, let's say on this shark uh, vehicle, right. which they probably will have no trouble marketing because, again, there was no toy of that ever produced. So if you want to round out your set, this might be the only way. This might be the way to do it. The Thunderhawk, on the other hand. Yeah, it right. was readily available. If that's a reverse engineered piece and you've taken apart the original and now you're you're professing that, you know, my work and my labor and my investment. And, and again, really though, is it? I mean, well, yeah, did you make some improvements? Sure. Is it is it original enough to be considered, you know, not passing off in the court of, uh, uh, well, in, in legal terms? I don't know. It's not for me to decide. It's for, you know. It's for the courts. Mm. Absolutely. Speaking of the courts, again, the courts don't really, they don't really pursue this stuff. Um, but before we get to that, let's, let's bring up one more here. This one might, uh, you guys might remember this one. Remember uh, Brave Star? Yes. This is another interesting one. Now, this one, I put up all these, uh, these companies because this kind of falls into that same, same realm as Masters of the Universe, as in who owns what. Mm-hmm. Because the, the filmation uh, series was uh, actually conceived before the toys, hmm. but the toys came out before the series. So right. um, yes, Mattel made the toys, but the IP I believe is owned by universal because. See, and there's, there's, there's a couple of distinctions too, that get where things get really muddy in this because yep. like IP is these, like everybody knows that intellectual property. That's the sort yep. of the, Yep. idea of something uh, yep. ascribed to the the originator of that idea but when you get into physical items like books not, not I'm not talking about publishing books or the writers of books but I'm talking right, about a right. physical item or a physical toy you start getting into trademark oh yeah trademarks a whole different item or copyright uh, and so while literature can have copyrights physical objects tend to have trademarks ideas right. have intellectual property and that they can spin that stuff legally so nutty, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, where they could take somebody in like you and I to, to task with it if we didn't know what we were doing in terms of trying to, you know, maybe. I mean, arguably, Mattel could have a could have a stake in it because they were the the manufacturer of the toy, even though they were a licensee of filmation at the time. Mm-hmm. You mm. know. And this just like the, the last two brands that we've talked about, uh, Brave Star, we've got uh, this one coming down the pipes. <laughs> the Marshall. Yeah. I mean, look at, look at this. Look at this. Coming soon. Eyes of the Hawk. Ears of the Wolf. Strength of the Bear. 
speed of the puma did you guys watch the show yeah then you remember i mean if you look at this image the there they are yeah. <laughs> uh you, you're not fooling anybody that's, what, yeah. that's all I'm saying. You're not fooling anybody no um and i guess it's up to you the consumer to decide if if you like this if this is your thing or not it does get sticky though because like as we've already talked about just because they don't doesn't mean they won't and the, the other thing is like what are the markets that these knockoffs are you know are they selling in this is being uh, aimed at the north american market this one is yeah there yeah, was one that was a Jap- japanese company back a yeah. few and and i would think that the original stuff might have not made it to market there and therefore there's well, these, a these guys are definitely based in asia somewhere i don't know exactly yeah. where yeah. Maybe I'm not even going to speculate because I'm not sure. I don't want to mm-hmm. talk about my butthole. Right, 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 right. Um, but definitely the, I mean, Brave Star, definitely a, a Western brand, mm. mask of a Western slash European brand. Centurions, very American mm-hmm. uh, or North American. But, uh, you know, going back to that uh, Hasbro thing, like Hasbro, because I say Transformers are probably the biggest example of, of third-party toys. This is a... Um, uh, uh, a piece that I pulled off of the uh, Transformer uh, wiki uh, page that mm-hmm. talks about sort of Hasbro's position on sort of IP infringement. And I have to imagine that it's probably similar with Mattel and other companies, Spin Master, Playmates, McFarlane. They probably have a similar sort of take on it, but it says official statements from Hasbro on third party toys are few and far between. In one response provided as part of the company's now defunct fan site Q&A program, they noted the illegal nature of the figures and remarked that this kind of IP infringement was unfair to legitimate licensees who pay to produce Transformers merchandise. In 2015, Hasbro's United Kingdom branch distributed an online survey of the collecting habits of Transformer fans to coincide with the auto assembly unofficial convention, which included a surprising number of questions regarding third-party products. While such unofficial toys were banned from being sold in the dealer room at BotCon, BotCon, by the way, used to be the official Transformers convention that Hasbro actually supported up mm-hmm. until they dropped it for, uh, for Hascon. Uh, being sold at the dealer room at BotCon 2012, 2015, and 2016, they generally seem to adopt a laissez-faire approach to such toys while they don't officially condone such material. They're happy to allow it to exist as long as it isn't impacting Hasbro's bottom line. And there's the big one right there, right? Right. The one instance of Hasbro taking legal action was an unofficial toy of Unicron announced during the HasLab campaign for war for mm-hmm. Cybertron Unicron, seemingly nice. uh, intended to directly undercut Hasbro's big-ticket crowdfunded toy Evidently and understandably unhappy with this, Hasbro apparently intervened to have all posts about the pretender to the throne taken down from social media. Mm. And there you have it. There's Perfect. kind of the official, unofficial stance from Hasbro. Well, having read that, I'd like to announce my six inch scale Millennium Falcon. And, and you guys can crowdfund it. Anybody who wants to can give me 10 grand. And in, in, in sometime in the next 10 years, right, I might right. mail you a picture of the one I build for myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> First comment uh, coming in tonight on uh, Facebook. It's uh, Glenn Howie. Glenn Ooh. says, uh, this is a figure you buy to take apart, repaint, and combine with other toys to make some other figure from a fandom that isn't, in, uh, isn't available. You buy this 
and remake it uh, into a character from Westworld or something. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Because the customizing world is growing. Uh, absolutely it is. Uh, you invited me into that Marvel Customs group. Yeah. And it's been like crazy active in the last, uh, what, this last week. Mm. Seeing stuff that just looks like super, super professional. Like you mm. swear that a toy company uh, pushed this out. Yeah. <laughs> Follow-up comment from Glenn. Uh, Glenn says, check is in the mail. Nice, you go, nice. Oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> uh, so I have to imagine, like, again, like Hasbro... This was a big deal when Hasbro did this. I mean, uh, I got I do have a slide for that one. Let's let's talk about that for a second. Let's bring that up. Back in uh, 2019, uh, Hasbro launched their HasLab came, uh, campaign for the uh, War for Cybertron Unicron figure. It was several hundred dollars, and it wasn't going to ship for like a year. That's right. And at virtually the same time, this uh, other toy company, Zeta Toys, announced their uh, their uh, competitive figure, Core Star. Clearly, that is. Unicron. Unicron. <laughs> both, both of these Unicrons are styled to look like uh, Unicron from the 1986 uh, Transformer uh, animated film. Right. Hasbro, I will say the Core Star looks a bit closer. Well, he, lo- he looks more like a cartoon, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Hasbro, in a rare move, uh, basically stomped these guys. And I mean, like, stomped. Like, stop, all stop. Hmm. And uh, not only did the social media posts disappear, uh, but all of the pre-order... Uh, uh, all the websites that were like transfer uh, TF source, yeah, they had all like pulled the listing and basically said, no, it's not happening. Well, the figure doesn't ship for like a year. And uh, of course it said they got, they got stomped on, but fast forward, it's now uh, 2022 and that uh, Zeta toys core star figure <laughs> that got canceled. Well, guess what? Um, Unicron has come and gone. He's now out to market. He was a HasLab campaign. Essentially, it's HasLab's Kickstarter mm-hmm. uh, uh, platform that allows them to do big, uh, big, like expensive projects that require lots and lots of new tooling. Um, these third-party guys, they're crafty because uh, CoreStar just got moved over to the Zero uh, One Studio company and has now been released as Cell. Um, which is interesting because essentially they gave the gave them another what year year and a bit to uh, further <laughs> refine the design, but you can't tell me that Cell is not the same figure. Oh as yeah, Cornerstar. Yeah. He's missing a couple of things, but uh, yeah. I don't know if he's necessarily missing anything. Well, it, it looks like he's missing a couple of his like rings, his outer rings. Potentially. Now there is. I don't want to get all like transformer heavy on it, but there is a, a an accessory. There's a, a an add-on kit for this figure oh, that makes the planetary rings way bigger and more of them. So to emulate sort of the uh, skeletal wings, mm-hmm. but yeah, these are the bare bones figures. I mean, all through the legs, it looks like the same engineering, the same panel lines, the same, like it's the same. Yeah. So close that I would say that like, Whoever's behind Zeta Toys is probably in league with, or if they're not the same company, like, and again, right. All these things are coming out of Asia. So I mean, yeah. maybe who a makes no name head. bread. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't tell me there's a Weston attached to that song. <laughs> of course there is. All right. All right. So going back to, uh, going back to the, the statement that I said earlier about how there seems to be a bit of a flippancy about this kind of work though this is an actual exchange on the raw man toy facebook page regarding the marshall and uh one of the people on the page had said mattel might not be too kind on these (laughs) 
And the company's answer, how so? Like, come on. You know why. <laughs> really? I didn't think so. You know why. And that's almost like saying, try me. You know what I mean? Like, do, what, do you guys see it a different way? You guys see it the same way? Maybe they're just playing dumb. I don't think they're that ignorant. I just don't. I, I personally don't feel that they're the I didn't know card when you're talking about international sales. And I just don't think when you yeah. are already again, remember, there's also it, deny, deny, deny. If you there's like not waving flags. Right. Um, I, I, I'm probably I'm live on YouTube to like two people. I haven't cleared all my samples. Yeah. 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 I, I, I put stuff on, you know, I might owe Aretha Franklin 30 cents. Sure. Sure. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's like, if you don't wave flags, and right, right, right. If you don't get it's, noticed, it's does such that a make it okay? It's, well, it's such a gray area. You know, I think you know your music sampling is an interesting one. I don't think it can be accurately compared to the toy discussion, but I do hear what you're saying. Mm. And I think the bottom line is: is it transformative enough to be considered a new and original work? Maybe. Yeah. Like it seems to be the case with music. Is it transformative enough or the other one? And I mean, everybody that, uh, you know, runs a YouTube channel all knows, yeah. does it fit, does it fit the guidelines and principles of fair use? Well, and this yeah. is it. And, and I mean, I'm going to say like the IP is not dead, but if yeah. there's uh, a glut in the water yep. and the, uh, the people that are in charge of that aren't sort of pursuing that. And somebody comes along and says, look, I've, I've found this, hole in your ship that i can yeah you know yeah, it's yeah. a little bit for me it's a little bit rebel alliance like these big companies oh, yeah, that are yeah, yeah. taking us to task if somebody can get in there and and launch a few torpedoes and and, and make you know i don't think these guys are going to make millions of dollars i don't maybe they're going to parlay i mean they did get the silver hawks thing right so maybe well, they're using this to parlay it. this into reality that's and what I was going to say. The, maybe the, they're crafty businessmen. The right. plead ignorance argument doesn't work in this case because they are a licensee for their yeah. property. They know but, how this stuff works. I mean, we're also, I mean, you need Sarcastica, the font that tells you what the intent <laughs> behind the, the, you know, how so could be tongue in cheek. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. What do you, what do you I mean? Guess so. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The it's whole, it's like, really we, hard to say. It could it's be the, really the, the wink, wink, eh? Like, it's the, it's the winky emoji without putting it in there. Yeah, and is this company making two hundred and fifty thousand units? Are they making a million units? Or like, are they? You know what? In? I don't know. Are they pre-ordering and making units per pre-order? That kind of stuff. I can stuff? tell you, you that going I mean? back, like, uh, going back. Actually, you know what? There is a um, late in this in the Centurion run. They introduced a couple of other characters. One of John Thunder. Yeah, John Thunder never got released as a toy, but they were they did the tooling. They're doing a John Thunder, and they were doing it. I think it was a minimum of eight hundred. Hmm. Well, so it's not it's not huge huge numbers no that's that's pretty low i could be wrong i'd have to double check that but i, I remember a couple seeing prototypes that. did get out for those yeah they did test shots and stuff and they showed everything off and they had full color yeah like fully painted prototypes uh, working prototypes yeah but they canceled the they yeah. canceled the they canceled uh, the line before yeah, mass oh yeah. Market release. yeah yeah yeah, yeah it, it's interesting i mean it's again like it's not a, about I, I'm not questioning the 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 morality of it from a consumer's perspective. It's just no, no. What I do find funny is people, makers, 
toy makers who do this, who, who, who know what they're doing. You know that you're, you're using somebody else's IP. You make the thing. And when, you know, when the big guy comes knocking, you, you plead like, I'm the little guy. It's almost like the sure. David and Goliath thing. But let's remember if you, if you made a brand new, if you invented something and somebody else stole your thing as a little guy, you'd be pretty upset about it. Yeah. Like when Aretha oh, Franklin's man. people call me, I'm going to throw my hands up in the air and go, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll either pull the song or we can negotiate, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to like, you know, go, I didn't know any better. So before so we I, wrap I understand up, what you mean by that. Yeah. Before we wrap this up, uh, the, the toy discussion, I do hope that they are successful with these lines. I do hope that there's enough interest that maybe, maybe. And, and I think this is part of that whole, why Hasbro doesn't litigate is that reciprocal synergistic relationship that if there's interest in third-party toys for a property that we own that tells me maybe there's enough interest that we can take something to market and get something official so are third-party toys a, a good thing i think they i think they are yeah, yeah I, I definitely to test I, I think so i do i think they are as well what i got a question for you guys what, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. what is the first sort of knockoff thing you remember it doesn't necessarily have to be a toy mine is Mine is on the edge of sort of toy, but if you guys remember oh. what the first sort of knockoff thing you encountered was, uh, well, in the toy world, it would probably be like mm, GoBots. Mm. There were tons of tons of GoBots. Mine would have yeah. been one of those knockoff Mexican wrestlers. Oh nice. yeah, yeah, nice. sure, sure. It looks nice. like Hulk Hogan, but it's not Hulk Hogan. It's somewhere like a cross between a Masters of the Universe figure yep. and a Remco figure, which has already been you know yep. accused of being a knockoff of. A Mattel property. Yeah. I remember being real young and telling Bob I wanted to be a, a, a Spider-Man for Halloween. Oh, right, right. He brought me a green Spider-Man costume. <laughs> had a green mask and green and white and silver Spider-Man. It looked like Spider-Man, but it was green and white and silver with a green mask. And I couldn't right, have been, right. I must have been the saddest kid under that mask in the whole world. <laughs> and that's the first time I realized like, oh, there's, there's a, an official version to things. And then there's like, whatever this Mexican company wants to do, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Right. I should have flipped it like that. I could, you know, I wasn't, green goblin I wasn't emotionally mature enough to flip it like that. I was just, I was, it was worse than the year I was ET. I'll tell you yeah. that. That's Can't awesome. be any worse than the year that I was, uh, I was balloon man. Nice. My parents, uh, I don't know if they just forgot one year, but they dressed me in a garbage bag and pinned mm -hmm. a bunch of balloons to it. Nice. Put some nice. makeup on. Now you're the balloon clown. I'm like, nice. this is awful. <laughs> well, let me leave you with this. Before we, before we move on to the uh, second half of the show, let me leave you with this one. As, uh, as a big proponent of Star Wars here, Star Wars has not escaped uh, this, uh, this aspect of toy collecting. In fact... Oh. You want, need only look as far as AliExpress to have any variety of cologne that you can imagine for a meager $23.55, which by all accounts is a freaking bargain right now. Oh, these yeah. days? Yeah. <laughs> and so oh, that's great. for me, that like army building, stuff like that, that's like the, that's a perfect sort of... It's when you go to Amazon and they're trying to pass off a blue box from 2013 or oh, an yeah. orange box from 2013. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, that, that kind of... But if you know, if they're not misleading you in any way, right? And you, I certainly, I, you know, you have 41 clones, I have three. So I could, <laughs> I could use a few more clones. You know what I mean? Like, I'm about to have 40, uh, 42 with the, uh, the addition Seth. of, uh, the 
phase uh purge trooper phase two. Oh yeah, amazing. he's yeah. sexy. Yeah, that's beautiful. <clears throat> what did yeah, you end up I'm, paying for Seb? Um so I, I paid the the EB edge price is the nice. same as the Walmart price here. It's yeah, there you uh, go. Thirty eight ninety nine. Oh, thirty eight. Uh, thirty eight uh, ninety nine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I got me for bucks. four bucks. Mm, that's uh that hurts. <laughs> uh, I mean, I know. And all I ranting last week, I was like all over Amazon going. It made it this week. It made it really easy for me. Um, I had the Saw Guerrera in my hand, and I'm like, yeah, I like him, but he's got less than ten minutes of screen time, and he's not that memorable for me. And I put him back. Yeah, well, you know, Andor, you're gonna think four, that through again, and well, he's a hundred dollars, yeah. and you've seen him in Andor. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. The five, the four or five one jacks that I saw on the shelf again yesterday. I'm like, yeah, again, you know, another character who's essentially talking yeah. about knockoffs. One jack, just a knockoff of uh, four. It's four long so. repaint. It's completely a repaint. Yeah. And when I yeah, open yeah. mine, I'm painting the eyes green because I can't stand. I don't blame you. I would green. do the same. I would yeah. do the same thing. Absolutely. Yeah. So there you go, guys. I wanted to. Br- I, I just. I thought there was more Speaking conversation of green. to be had. <laughs> Speaking, Speaking of green, green. Andy, there I'm going to go. turn it over to you, sir. All right. You can so, uh, uh, take us away here for the second just half. Just one more thought on that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anytime you go to a flea market, I still yeah. get a kick. Oh, flea markets always. Yeah, you'll yeah. find toys that are like spider person or super oh, bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, yeah. it's like the wrong character in the wrong package oh, with yeah. the wrong franchise name, and they don't spider even bat. care. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Batman, he's painted red, and he's got a yellow bat on his chest. Yeah. They always had those uh, when I was a kid, too, <laughs> just quick, the the parachute troopers, but they were always painted yeah, like oh, Spider-Man yeah, or yeah, Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just like roughly, you know. Yeah, yeah, totally. I think I've got one of those upstairs, to be honest with you. (laughs) But yeah, another show has come out, and it's uh, very green influenced. So I'm just gonna go out right now. I'm gonna just want to get to it early before anybody gets angry at me. This is my favorite Marvel series since What If. Hmm. Yeah, of the ones that have come since. Of uh, uh, Moon Knight and Miss Marvel. Don't get me wrong. Really like Miss Marvel, but She Hulk just feels feels good. Feels fun. Well, it, it is fun. Yeah, yeah. I like. She's it. She's another one of those characters that breaks the fourth wall. So, well, I, I had a question about that. Fair enough. How do we feel about the fourth wall breaking? I'm fine with it. Deadpool nailed it too. So that's well. That's yeah. where I want a little to go bit with in that. all of the TV shows. There's yeah. tiny bit in all of the TV shows. Ever so is simply. it? Because Deadpool is is sort of that's the realm of Deadpool, as it were. That's sort of the Deadpool wheelhouse, the the fourth wall breaking. To the general public, sure, but She Hulk yeah. was doing it years before him. Yeah. Okay. Well, see now that I've just yeah. learned something, and as a as a general casual viewer, I can appreciate that. Yeah. That makes. And it... I would think, in terms of comic book characters, those thought yep. bubbles yep. are breaking the fourth wall oh, okay. since the thirties. Yeah. yeah. You're a winner, winner. And that's one of the things I don't think comic book movies have got perfect yet. And I'd like no. to see maybe I'd like to see something like this. The one thing about Spider-Man is he's always doing exposition in his head. Okay. I'd say 75% of the words in a Spider-Man yeah, comic, yeah, at least yeah. in the 80s and 90s when it was my All heyday, are, are yeah. like thought exposition. Yeah. And the only thing he was get, actually talking was the jokes when he was fighting. Right. So oh, if you could get crack. that sort of narration going on in the background so that the yeah, audience yeah, yeah, is yeah. aware of it's more than narration it's his you know if they could come up with a crafty way to put peter's thoughts okay out there i think you could get that like that's that's 75 percent of spider-man is right, his inner right. monologue yeah okay well thank you for the lesson i i very much appreciate that and i will never ever ask again 
Yeah. <laughs> more questions, keep asking. Questions keep us going. All right, all right. So uh, yeah, and latest show to hit Disney Plus though is uh, yeah. She-Hulk Attorney at Law. Yeah, I like it. Not last week. No, was it? it they changed it. it was uh, She-Hulk Attorney? Oh no, uh, this week's they've changed it. Oh yeah, yeah. Because uh, of what happens in the second episode. Right, right, right. But uh, yeah, started out She-Hulk Attorney at Law, and I think it will can it'll revert. Wasn't it She-Hulk in, in search of a job or something? Uh, She-Hulk <laughs> Attorney, Attorney for, for Hire. Attorney for Hire. That was it. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, the episode kicks off, and uh, we've got Tatiana Maslany. Maslany. Yeah, I've not seen. I haven't seen the new Perry Mason, and uh, truthfully, I have not watched Orphan Black either. So me neither. But uh, no. I hear good things. Do we know her from anything else? Uh, a lot of stuff that I've never heard of. Okay. We got a Facebook user telling us it's so good. So good. Yeah, I agree. I really agree. Yeah. Yeah. If I had to put it down into one word. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, you know, she's had a ton of different series over the years. Starting out, she was a savage. Then she was sensational. And then it was just She-Hulk. Yeah. But, uh, like during the John Byrne sensational, she was Mm -hmm. breaking the fourth wall every issue. Okay. And which, what era of She-Hulk was she part of the, the Fantastic Four? Oh, probably the late, sensational, late, I would believe. Late 80s, yeah, late, early yeah, 90s. Yeah. Okay. In there. Was she like a replacement for the thing or something? Yes, she was. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. A muscle. Ben, ben was uh, temporarily human. Oh, okay, okay. Anyway, uh, they kick it off. You get the little lawyer thing. And they're like, you know, you want to know about the Hulk and they do the origin piece. Yeah. It's not too far off from the actual comic book origin. The, the blood transfusion. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of dragging it out that she got shot in an accident, they just do blood dripped in. Well, let's yeah. honestly, like though, <laughs> honestly, though, is that not exactly what happened to uh, the 2008, uh, the leader? Yeah. A bit is, of blood yeah. dripped into his open wound. Yeah. That's and right. That's what triggered him. So, I mean, so, it's it's already consistent with what's come before. So, I do like that. Yeah. The leader, so that, too, was a huge drop ball. In yeah. terms yeah. of the, I like, think that can still come up. Why yeah, not? Me too. I mean, I really multiple think it times can, yeah. they <laughs> reference that. Okay, if, yeah. we can, if we can, like, almost look directly at the camera and make an Ed Norton joke. They do that. Too. Which, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> if we can do that, if we yeah. can acknowledge openly and publicly that Ed Norton and Mark Ruffalo are the same character, Sure, the leader can come back. Yeah, he doesn't even have to be the same guy. He's just have to be, you know, doing stuff in the background for absolutely Uh, whatever, whatever. Fifteen years, two thousand eight. By the way, that movie came out the same year as Iron Man. Yeah. So yeah, uh, it was after Iron Man. Same same year though, two thousand eight. Yeah. So fourteen years. Poor Blonsky's been in prison (laughs) fourteen years. Wow. No wonder he's reformed. Yeah. All right, let's get, keep going. Keep going. But, uh, you know, we open it, and instead of a bunch of gangsters shooting them, it is a Sakaran. What did I say this was? A Sakaran Class Eight courier craft. Is that exactly what it is? That's what he calls it. Yeah, crazy. I just think that's the thing that was shooting out fireworks. Mm, yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, no, that was the pleasure craft. Oh, okay, okay. This is just a courier one, shipping messages. But there's your first reference to Thor Ragnarok and the planet Sakar. Right. Which leads me to believe we're going to get a Planet Hulk movie. And I'll tell you why later. I think the early speculation is okay. I mean, Planet Hulk, but will Planet Hulk be? It won't. Will Sakar be Planet Hulk? Yes. yes I mean, if the Grandmaster has already been overthrown, and and it's been a couple of years, but that's the thing: is it the devil you know or the devil you don't? And if the uh, Grandmaster yeah. was there, somebody worse could have took over. Yeah, power vacuum, what have you? Yeah, you yeah. get 
Are you going to speculate on that? We're going to speculate a little bit okay. later on that. Okay. So, but yeah, there's your first reference to it. Uh, as she goes in the bathroom to get cleaned up after the accident, there could be a Miss Marvel reference there. Oh yeah. With the little lightning bolt on the uh, bathroom scribbles. I like it. Well, we got a Facebook user coming in here. Uh, Hulk was flying somewhere. Yes, he was flying somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll speculate on that. Absolutely. Apparently, though, he must have some kind of Stark tech for a cell phone because he had reception in space. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Best cell phone ever. But uh, as she comes out of the bar, you know, she's accosted by a bunch of guys who are doing that, you know, out of the bar drunken oh, trying to pick up yeah, ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we get our little bit of a savage She-Hulk. Yeah, I guess and so. She just right? turns on him. Yeah. And I, I like that scene because like, that's your scene where, you know, normally your woman is put in distress. She doesn't need any heroes. She just turns around and deals with it. Do we, so this is a good time now. This is our first, uh, our first look at the She-Hulk in the series. All of that discussion surrounding the CGI uh, during the trailer, it's awful, blah, blah, blah. And then they've, they've come back and said, well, we have improved it, which we all kind of said, yeah, they will. And, I feel like they have. I think so. Is there, you know, are we, are we stuck on the CGI? Is it uncanny Valley territory here or is it okay? I like it. No, they did a really good job. It, yeah, I'm good it, with it too. It was kind of weird. It, it was off putting that, that first trailer It really was. It, it didn't hold up with the, the rest of the, it didn't hold up with at least with, uh, with the Hulk. You know what I mean? Comparatively the way, speaking. The, yeah, the way yeah, the yeah. Hulk looks like Ruffalo, like yeah. it didn't, it didn't. This is far, far better. Yeah, you can definitely see actual facial yeah. traits. In it looked her. more yeah, like absolutely. the first yeah. Hulk movie, yeah, yeah. where it, like, it kind of looked vaguely like. Uh, when you say Ang the first, Lee. are we ta- always going to say the Ang Lee film? Yeah, yeah. kind of like Ang Lee. Vaguely. You know that it's a Hulk, but it's just like, yeah, it's the Hulk, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now it's thirty feet tall. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but uh, then she gets taken off down to Mexico there, and as she wakes up. It's uh, accustomed to her surroundings, and we're finding Easter eggs all over the place. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. like in the background there is the gladiator helmet from Sakar. Yeah, so another reference to it. Oh, very nice. Yeah. And then the Ultron head from Age of Ultron. That's one of the uh, the um, first ones where he just kind of stumbles out of the uh, Iron the, uh, Legion. The, yeah, the Iron Legion. Uh, yeah. God, uh, no strings on me. That's right. Yeah. But. Uh, then we get a little bit of a montage of her trying to get grips on it. And I love this scene where Hulk blasts her with an air horn. Yep. And he, she's like, you know, was that necessary? And he's like, for comedy purposes, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. And it works really <laughs> great. <laughs> then we get uh, the training montage. Training montage. I love it. It is a, such a fun training montage. Like, she's just kind of showing them up at every turn. Yeah. And we'd see that there's still some of that old Hulk in there. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, same as he did to Thor. Shoving her off a cliff. Yeah. And for the first time, we actually get to see a Marvel character flip someone off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So I think there was something going around that they had to fight to keep that in. Oh, really? But uh, based on the other stuff that's in it, you know, like there's some more everyday type jokes you would expect in a real world situation. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. How do we feel about uh, the explanation? Are you going to touch on the explanation of uh, Bruce's healing? Uh, I wasn't, but, uh, basically, I feel like yeah. it's important because it this is, is I suppose so. chronologically speaking, this is in, in the current timeline. So, I mean, it's, Hey, like, you know, Thanos didn't even heal from his and yeah. he was like, 
what a year five years yeah something like that yeah mm-hmm. and i mean mm-hmm. you know hulk is like healed essentially yeah because in, in, in the opening portion just before the accident he says that uh the device he prototyped yeah was helping him heal yeah but then after he got a hold of her blood he was able to fully it just heal. yeah isn't that something what does that tell you then yeah she's got a bunch of different factors going on that and what did it say our we we, we share similar genetic traits that allows we us to process yeah. uh, gamma radiation differently. Differently, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. And then you get the, uh, and he's basically giving her the downside. You know, you got to be careful that you don't destroy mountains and everything. And they get a bit competitive. I love the scene where he throws the boulder. And he just into tossed orbit. it a little more. <laughs> yeah. And then she just throws it a bit farther. And he's orbit. like, no, no, shoom, gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then... Uh, Leads her to tell her, you know, as a Hulk, you can't get drunk. So just keep drinking. Yeah. 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 But he forgets to warn her about the hangover. I like the, I mean, I'm glad that you got the yoga pose in there because there's another one, another nod to the Norton version of the Hulk. Yeah. He's doing yoga to meditation and yeah. 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 And then they end that off at the bar. Anybody cry over that? Yeah. You get a little bit like, oh. Yeah, Tony helped him build the place, but he didn't really specify that he helped him build the bar. Right. She says, did you build this by yourself? And you see the little TS there. It's like, probably not. I'm telling you right now, there's a there's a series of web shorts right here. If you're listening, Marvel, Disney, I need to see Tony Stark and Bruce Banner chilling at the bar, yep. at the Tiki bar. But then they, nice. um, I've, I've kind of skipped over the fight because you really got to see it for yourself. Yep. But just the way she takes advantage of her powers and the back and forth between them. Oh, yeah. Until they fall through the bar and she's like, oops. Right. And right. I love the little, he just pounds his fist on the ground. He's like, my bar. <laughs> and then he's like, you're going to help fix it. So she does. I mean, this and is after she, that scene in the uh, where they're in the basement, right? Uh, yeah, where he yeah. turns the buzz saws on her. Yes, because oh yeah, that, there's Just the best to, line right. I think I've ever heard, and and I know that Lauren for sure roared because when he's telling her, you know, you got to check your fear and anxiety, and she says that's the baseline for every woman everywhere. Every woman <laughs> everywhere. That that, yeah. that is the best line. <laughs> Lauren was dying, and uh, it's uh it's funny because it's true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I'm skipping over one here because they do actually touch on that when just before she the fight. Right. She's like, you know, I've had to deal with that as a woman. Yeah, my whole yeah. life. And he's right. like, you know, you got to get control of it. She's like, I do. I, I actually appreciate what they were trying to do there. That whole like, I don't want to say like he's mansplaining her, but like. You can't as a man, you cannot possibly know what an adult woman has gone through in a male dominated society, you could never know what it, you will never know what it's like to be a woman. Yeah. Cause they touch on it. Like at the bar where yeah. Yeah, the yeah. girls are like, you know, who did this to you? You need makeup. You need help. You got to leave the guy. Yeah. And then she goes out. She instantly gets hit on. Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, I appreciate what they're, what they're trying to do with that and the way that it was handled. I thought it was, it was rather well done. Even in the very opening scene with the other lawyer, when she's yeah. practicing her monologue and he's yeah. like, yeah. maybe I should do it. And she's like, yeah. oh, no, because she did. She nailed it. She doesn't need exactly. Him. No, no, it's perfect. But uh, we get back to uh, reality after that, and she's in the courtroom, and we get our first glimpse of Titania. Crazy! I didn't expect that for sure. Yeah, like that was that 
came out of left field for me, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, played I by should. Jamila Jamil. Do we know her mm-hmm. from anything else? A lot of voice work. Lots of voice work. Lots okay. of voice work. Yeah. And the uh, the good the good place uh, on uh, I think it's a Netflix show with uh, Ted Danson. Uh, oh, really? Okay. Chick goes to heaven, but it's hell, but it's heaven. Oh, it's it's a comedy. <laughs> she's okay. She's a she's a character in the show. All right, fair Neat. enough. She's also a voice in that new uh, DC Super Pets. Oh, crazy. oh really? The, yeah. the Legion of Super Pets. The League of Super Pets. Yeah, with uh, the Rock Ryan Johnson. And, uh, yeah, yeah, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Yes. I want to see that. <laughs> Looks good. But she bursts through and uh, she Hulk hulks up and saves the day. And then we get the credits and the art in the credits is awesome. I love the uh, the muscle beach. It's thing. John Romita yeah. Jr. I, I meant to hammer down on that. It's it's all John Romita Jr. Uh, is it? Yes. Because he's paying tribute to some older stuff like this Joe Jesco piece from right, the yeah. Muscle Beach. No, no, one. totally. But if you look at like especially the way uh, Ramita draws faces, I, I if they're not aping his style, I would be surprised if he didn't actually do the the cr- closing credits personally. Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. I you know maybe it's in the credits. Yeah, and throughout the whole episode, of course, she's always hammering yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah. Uh, Captain America's status. Let's go over my and, theory uh, again. Yeah, <laughs> they just, they touch on it again in the credits, and then in the post-credit scene, right. she feigns being drunk. Right. right, right finally, right. he confesses to her what happened, when it did, <laughs> and she comes out of it. She's like, oh, and he's like, you're not drunk? And she's like, no. It was the one part of the show where I actually kind of went, was that necessary? Yeah. Was the payoff, like the getting there, was the punchline worth the, the whole, like, I just didn't. I think I, so. You know what it's it, really, you know what it illustrates it really later. what it, it I for me it illustrates like um these people even though we we know them uh, yeah. first of all we've known them from comic books our whole lives but right. we know these characters like the way that the movies are presented to us we're yep. Yep. we're on the team with them they're not breaking the fourth wall necessarily talking to us but and she's a fan oh, they're celebrities yeah, yeah. to yeah. her okay. I guess so, so this yeah. is that's more like the standard like do the Kardashians, you know, does does Kanye West this? Does, does the Queen of England that? Okay, right, right. It's it's so it's like for me that's like yeah, your everyday you know, conversation was, you would right, be asking if you got your 5 minutes with them. You I know, guess so, yeah, sure. Bo hunk in the world and I wonder does he get tail? And <laughs> like that's a perfectly reasonable sort of you know, that's their celebrities. That's their icons. And that's so, a completely yeah, yeah. human, non-superhero take on it for me. I, I guess it works in the sense that because of who she saw, because it's Bruce. Right. You would, you would never ask that to like, I mean, if you walked up to Steve Rogers, even, you know, presuming that he's still out there somewhere, you would never say, hey, man. But it's that, t- other it's, thing you know too, what it's right? also a take on? It's the take on does, does Superman... Hey, you know, uh, ejaculate so much that you know, I, I, I don't, I don't know. How do Six I say that? Superheroes. Does the it mole cause, does it damage the people? Joke where he <laughs> yeah. blows, blows, blows Lois's like blue her back. Okay. Right. <laughs> like, so is it, is it that because sitting around and we're drinking one night and our conversation devolves into does plastic man's <laughs> dong do this? Like, so it's very human and fan based. <laughs> okay. Think, okay. You know, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and at the same time though, they're tying it back to that whole Ant Man joke where like that's America's ass. Right. That's right. So, yes, that's America right. America's is enthralled ass. with it. Right, right. It is America. He's an icon yeah. to the rest of America. Oh my and, god! You know, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be having these mental superhero sex. <laughs> there's a website for that. Oh, there's a website for everything. 
but uh you know she this also this scene touches on one other thing because she's like you know oh my god captain america that ass he died a virgin right right and hulk <laughs> never says he died he just no. says he just says he's Steve not Steve Rogers is not right implying not again that maybe he's on the moon. I guess so, yeah. So moon yeah. stuff. Yeah, moon, moon stuff. stuff. But then is that where like, he's going in the in the ship? No, he's going to Sakar. Moon stuff. Stop over at the sword station. Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh then she's like, Yes, Captain America, and they cut it off mid-word. Yeah, right, yeah. Rightfully so, but you get yeah. the gist. Captain America fornicates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fun wow. I don't know what yep. she was going to say. <laughs> but uh, then we move on to episode two. And Hank, you had pointed out this one to me. Mm. Where, uh, <laughs> this one's making the rounds. Uh, I, I'm skipping over a scene here yeah. because she opens so, up. And, and, and uh, these, uh, the uh, whenever you guys see a, a, a UPC code or a... Um, I tried to scan this like one. A QR, a QR code. code. A yeah. QR code. The first one in the first episode is uh, a link to a free copy of she- Savage She-Hulk number one. Oh, that's nice. cool. Super yeah. cool. I tried to I scan this I one, but it was yeah, too I blurry. Couldn't, I couldn't either. No. But, uh, you know, the second episode opens up and she ends up getting fired for doing the right thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, now she's again, a superhero. <laughs> yeah. Again, That's she goes so to that legal Lee's bar. Yep. And the patriarchy is very visible, right? Like the one lawyer who wanted to deliver the uh, closing argument. Yep. Yep. He's like, you shouldn't have done that. And, Blah blah blah. Oh, there's a hot chick over there. I'm gonna go hit on it. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, I just let's just drive that one home. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, that's definitely to double down on that men or pigs thing for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But then you find her in the apartment looking for jobs, or sort of. And uh, this page is just full of uh, Easter eggs. Well, there's yeah another uh, like splash page really. Yeah. Find Ant Man. Search for Norse mythology. That gets you to Thor. And then apparently Iron Man is the Michael Jordan of the MCU. Yeah, yeah. Iron Man 3. Yep. Yeah. But then the one you pointed out to me, Hank, is oh, a yeah. man fights with metal claws in bar. Yes. Uh, there's <laughs> only wrong. one guy yes. there to be. Yes. And then the, the other one, because we were talking about this a few when weeks are ago. are they going to address a couple this? Weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just a little <laughs> side note here. Why is there a giant statue of a man sticking out of the sticking ocean? Out of the ocean. <laughs> so there's your Eternals confirmation. Fantastic. I mean, okay yes it's a headline on a website somewhere please you know at some point even if it's a, another joke something just anything a little bit more true yeah yeah, yeah. oh that's like, uh somebody that's flying towards it in the, the giant MCU statue. enough for me really yeah do you think so i mean this has been making the rounds right and i mean i've seen all kinds of like imagery associated with it and uh, one of the pictures that uh, that turned up in association with this headline was the scene, Logan, X-Men uh, 2000. Do we think it's the same fight hmm. or a version of that fight? Because, hey, multiverse. Maybe. All right. I got to throw this out to you. How yeah. many bar fights has Wolverine been in just the comics that you've read? <laughs> Never mind everyone that's ever had Wolverine in it. But you know, and he's getting into bar fights regularly. It's like a, it's like yeah, yeah. that's the start of every good Wolverine campaign, <laughs> is it? Well, let's start in a bar fight, and see where it goes. Shot so, of whiskey and a cigar, and uh, there it the is. Reason. What are you there talking it is. about? That's Bob. like you know, yeah. if they had said, uh, you know, a naked man with claws in the in the Arctic, or you know, in the tundra, <laughs> in the Canadian North, we yeah, would have yeah. said the same thing. But you know, it's just a. It's to ground the character. Where, where, where are we most familiar with him? You know, one of my favorite things in the uh, 
uh, actual X-Men comics was the, there was a fight where a juggernaut, uh, <laughs> Bob, perfect. Uh, juggernaut happened to be attacked the local bar where the X-Men were drinking in their pastime. And, sure. and uh, it, Colossus and Wolverine ended up fighting, uh, but it was a bar fight. Like, like they were smashing glasses over each. A legit bar fight. Colossus picks up the entire bar the, you know, <laughs> and smashes Juggernaut with it. It's that kind of thing. But yeah, that's I. I as soon as I saw that, I flipped right out. I mean, we know it's coming, but yeah, every it's just every, nice to see those little things every popping up they on dangle, the way to it. You know, and they they know what they're doing too. Yeah. Well, they've already suggested that uh, that uh, Kamala Khan might be a mutant. That, yeah. Going so far as to, to you know, mutation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that for me, that's, it's unequivocal. It's not even, you know, I that that that, that part of the show made me jump oh, yeah. almost as much as anything I've seen in the MCU because, I mean, they're very, they very craftedly held this back yeah. uh, long enough to, to, to just create that frenzy because, right, right. You know, I even feel like some of these, latest few movies have been weak and they all suffer from the third act problem. That's crazy. Yeah. But, um, I think that if you're going to keep going with the, the superhero movie every year, you need fresh blood. And the X-Men is, is like the, you know, they're the, waiting the, to happen. The yeah, royal I mean, that's uh... the one thing, the Royal family, like uh, I, I'm a huge fantastic four fan. And I can't wait for that, but with I know the... that, the mainstream the, are just going to go absolutely. The, you think they made a billion dollars already? You just wait for X-Men. Yeah. Movies. The cumulative success of phases one through three that culminated with uh, Infinity War and Endgame, that is a really, really high bar. And, you know, from my perspective, I love that phase four is, you know, full of all these TV series, but none of them, including She-Hulk, none of them have hit a level as any of the solo outings in the first three phases no no, no. I, I absolutely maybe Thor the Dark that. World but <laughs> do you know what I, I look mean at things though too, like, at the I, same I, time yeah they're laying groundwork uh, absolutely like, interconnected for sure, groundwork. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. it's it's almost not fair when I mean when we had a couple superhero movies we had a few X-Men movies and some of them were even good yeah uh, they were. we had a couple Toby yeah. movies that were excellent um, third one notwithstanding necessarily but when we got that first Iron Man movie, not only was it the best superhero movie I'd ever seen at the time, yeah. it was the best movie I had seen in a decade. Yeah. Yeah. It right? was fantastic. So it's kind of hard to top that lightning in a bottle crap. Yeah. You know, and, and, yeah. and they did very, very well. Like, I mean, you know, that the winter soldier, Oh, unprecedented, like such a good film. Right. Like, so they really, you're really, right. I, I think you're right though, Hank, when you say like, holding back and like you say the 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 fans who have been waiting when we get to that you know it'll be the force awakens all over it's, well yeah the uh i i think that because they've been I'm, holding I'm back on so the merchandising hopeful. they've been holding back and they're starting to just dangle it like you know they're, they're like that x-men here's 97 here, that's coming out right yeah. it's yeah, yeah. and it, when it comes full force we're all going to be just you know ah, who's going to get again. there first Who's going to get there first? The next iteration of the Avengers, the Fantastic Four, or the X-Men? Who's going to get to the post first? I think the next, I think the Dark Avengers is actually going to get there first. Dark Avengers. Dark Dark Avengers Avengers. or Young Avengers? 
they might be around. Yeah. It's probably neck and neck sort of thing. Uh, you know, they get that, uh, the Marvel's coming. And I mean, that's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. And and anybody noticed the there was some uh, set leaks on the uh, Phase Two Riri Williams armor? No, I did not. Oh, notice. I looks, hadn't seen looks, that yet. Looks pretty good. Beautiful. Nice. Looks pretty good. The upgraded Riri Williams armor. Yeah, looks cool. good. So yeah, nice. I just <laughs> where were we? Oh yeah, yeah. we're yeah. talking about Shield. Yeah, that that one. That one. <laughs> Leave it to Wolverine but, uh, to screw everything up. <laughs> Again, in another when she pulls back, she checks her phone, and we get another reference to America's ass. <laughs> her screensaver is yeah. Captain America's butt. Well, there you go. See, it's personal. It's not even a casual. Yeah, she, that's a, that's a World War II cap. Yeah, yeah she yeah, thinks about Civil it. War cap. Yeah. Is it Civil War cap? Yeah, it looks like the World War II suit. Yeah, maybe all the leather, the brown leather. <laughs> Zoom right in. <laughs> Let's check it out. Yeah, but uh, that one keeps the joke going. Then we get to the dinner, and I, I love that her dad scene. is Larry. Yeah, yeah, Larry from uh, from, uh Perfect Strangers, Strangers. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, yeah. the conversation that happens here is so it's, it's exactly what you would expect. Like, you know, you're asking Hulk questions now, they're asking her questions, like, you know, what about Hawkeye's arrows? Who goes, that's right. a great right. question. And does he collect them? But again, as you say, <laughs> they leave a lot fans, of you know, a bunch of comic book fans, does he just get new ones or does he go pick those up? Right. Yeah. I play Dungeons and Dragons. I know how many arrows I've walked around and collected. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but then the other thing that comes up here is a throwback line to the first episode. Okay. Where she talks to Bruce and she says, you know, you're not the only genius in the family. Mm-hmm. And he says, I know there's also Ched. Oh, this yeah. This is yeah, Ched. Yeah. And <laughs> I think he was being sarcastic at that point. Right. Ched the genius. <laughs> yeah. Because he got a promotion at Best Buy. So. At the Best right. Buy. Yeah. 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 Pretty soon you'll be manager, young man. Yeah. Yeah, but he's got the genes. He could be a Hulk. He could be. <sighs> so who's that other guy? Who's that other guy? That's uh the smart the smart Hulk. Amadeus Cho. Amadeus Cho. I'd rather yeah. have him. Yeah. Yes. Because I was like, when I first heard him say the name, I was like, no, they're not going to make him related to Cho. I kind of had the same thing going in my. And then head. we meet this guy, and I was like, no, no, it's no. not Amadeus at all. No. Yeah. So. But then. uh you know, we get to the point where She-Hulk has been, you know, fielding this offer from the guy she was just in court with. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And she shows up. They want her to Hulk out and be She-Hulk as an attorney. And as they're walking through, this particular guy here yep. has a wall full of rare books. I love that in the wake of the events of phases one through three, that now... Avengers comic books as we know them can exist in within, the, the, within MCU. the MCU yeah. as fictional tales. Well, they touched on that in Logan, right? Yeah. Where uh, X-23 was reading X-Men comics oh, to get yeah. the coordinates yeah, yeah. of where to yeah. go. Yeah. But, I mean, that's a really interesting one to put up. Ne- never mind that it's the first one, but Namor being on the cover mm-hmm. oh, is yeah. really yeah, the yeah. first sort of instance of you know, we're about to get any more heavy. We True. all know that from the trailer. Of, yeah. uh, but that's that's a pretty cool. That's very cool. That's a great eye because that's so yeah. subtle in the background. I was looking at the other books and I guess given with time, we could probably source them out. But uh, Captain America, a lot of Captain that. America on that wall. That's just sort of canonizes Namor for me, too. That's perfect. Yeah. Love also it. got the uh, the Sam Wilson led uh, Cap film coming up here pretty soon. True. Yeah. 
then uh, she gets into her office. It's a great big office. And her assistant there, she's all, you know, smiles about it because oh really, my God, they're moving the, up in the world. The assistant. I know I've seen him somewhere and I can't, I can't put my finger on him, but it's like, oh, well, they, I think we're going to get more of him because he is working in the same division. But uh, again, and, a real world thing here. He's like, and also a map, map of the, where to go. The best bathroom for the <laughs> Dead yeah, serious. Yeah. They're both like, thank you. For the pool. Yeah. Lauren like, was like, yes, that's, that's awesome. Lauren was like, yes. <laughs> she really liked that too. Yeah. That's a, that's a cool little detail. Yeah. Then we get uh, her taking on her first case for them. It's Emil Blonsky, as we know. And we get a throwback. This isn't the first time we've been to the DODC here. No. We were there in Miss Marvel and we were there in Shang-Chi. We were? Apparently, yeah. When in Shang-Chi did we go there? Honestly, I'm not too sure. I'd have to rewatch it, but uh, according okay. to the Marvel Wiki, this oh is... Oh, my God. Parents. Comment here. Uh, Facebook user said, he's from that show about Walmart. When you say Walmart, do you mean the comedy oh, yes. Superstore? Superstore. You got it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, you know, that show took me... I love Superstore. I know we're going way off the rails today. That show, I love that show. <laughs> it, it took me so right good. Off. It follows the sort of the office model of, yeah, of yeah, kind yeah, of comedy, yeah. like Parks and Rec style thing. It doesn't hurt that um, it's got a, a kid in the hall in it. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. I Yeah. That show was great. <laughs> oh, it was good. It was good. I was sad yeah. to see it go, to be honest. And we get a thank you from our Facebook user. Yes. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> But yeah, uh, she's going to the DODC and uh, it's looking pretty wild as a prison. It does. I mean, uh, I don't remember. I don't remember this facility from anything else. I, no. at first I thought it was like, you know, Blonsky where they hold, I thought they're holding him on the raft. Yeah. Right. That's where yeah. technically you would think they would hold him, but uh, we've only seen that once before. Oh, you know what? I know exactly where we've seen this in Shang-Chi. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's in Do the it. scene where uh, Blonsky and Wong go back through the portal. His cell is in the background. Yes. That's where we've seen it. Right. That's going to come up again because this is directly tied to it. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, we get back there and Tim Roth back as Emil Blonsky. And so, self, so self-referential too. It uh, is. I'm a, I'm a Russian agent. Raised in Britain, so they cover his accent, which they didn't do in the first. It's nope. great, like they're so tongue in cheek with it, and so matter of fact with it. Love it. it even even makes a joke about using his little ears, yeah, the little yeah, yeah, teeny yeah, weeny yeah. little abomination ears from the so 08, uh, the two thousand eight movie. I'm like, oh, that's good. You know, <laughs> Russian performed. Russian born, British raised. <laughs> I do like a, though how he built his like in that that he built that his verbal blah, 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 He basically oh, yeah. lays out a case, and she's like. Oh yeah, he really does have a case, especially yeah. when it's like they shot me up with the super soldier serum, and then Kim says, "Didn't he I shoot thought I was a hero? Up? No, I he, thought I was the good guy. No, he did go into it thinking yeah. he was the good guy. Got the yeah, first yeah, dose, yeah. And but after that, he, he went off the rails and like, uh, what good more. soldier yeah. doesn't think yeah, they're yeah. the good guy? Yeah. No villain thinks they're the villain. No, yeah. <laughs> but he builds his case for, her and she accepts. She goes back and takes it, and. Now the question is, what are they going to do with it? Uh, don't know yet. Yeah, I don't know but, either. Uh, then we get her talking to Bruce. You know, I think I'm going to take the case. And she just wants his blessing. And uh, here's where we get that joke about 
him being a completely different person, literally. Oh, yeah. Got another comment from Doug. Uh, Doug hey. says uh, perspective changes everything. It does. It sure does. But, uh, you know, we get that joke, and it's, it's good. I just want to point out again, we've already talked about this, but I mean, just looking at that shot of uh, uh, Ruffalo as the Hulk, it does look pretty damn good. Yeah. 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 I can't just, complain about it at all. And then we get the pullback, and this is why I think he's going back to planet Sakaar. You yes. know, when they were pulling back, I actually thought he was going to hang up the phone and that he was going to be on the sword station. And then we got this. And I'm like, oh, yeah. there is a spaceship there. I just yeah, thought he was he, in the uh, lab at first. Yeah, because yeah, there's yeah. files in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Looks like normal computers. Like, Yeah. Taking some of his work with him. Yeah. Yeah, it's wicked. But and nothing, no that, Planet Hulk has been announced yet, right? No, like, there's I don't no believe so. official, no. So, but the seeds are planted. Well, now oh, the, yeah. so the, the curiosity question will be: Will we see? Will Bruce make a return before the end of the series, or will we not see him again until the big screen? I do not think we will see him again because they have a lot to cover going for it because I, I, the, I mean, the abomination wong and then the one trailer that i saw today that absolutely confirms charlie cox in there yeah matt murdoch's gonna yeah. show well sorry yeah daredevil's gonna show that's up. right yeah yeah in, yeah. in his yellow in, costume oh, wicked yeah. i mean i you know there's still that uh biased and it's not necessarily accurate well it's 100 inaccurate but I, I have a buddy at work and he's you know he he and his son are bonding over all this Marvel and Star Wars and, oh, sure, yeah. and things. And, and, and his daughter, who's roughly the same age, kind of gets, she's not as into it, but she was really excited about She-Hulk and he kind of watched it with her and he wasn't sure if the, you know, because he was trying to balance things. But, you know, the kid loved the Hulk aspects of the show and then and, and then really loved the whole show to, altogether. But I think that might have been integral to, to, to keep that audience engaged and then you you wean them off one Hulk and wean them onto another one. Almost, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, because we absolutely need to be in this place where it doesn't matter uh, what's going on. It's just a superhero, you know, and a, and a good story and good characters and, and and lots of cool actions and events. So um, I think I think it's it's super strong, uh, and I don't I don't think they need uh, Bruce to be in it too much. Uh, no. I, he was no. so rarely in She-Hulk comics. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's just yeah, so he's, rare. He's part uh, of the origin, and that's that. Until you get back to like World right, War Hulks, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Exactly. So, and I think that that's you know, uh, sort of what she needs. Like all these young, uh, newer characters need their own space to breathe, and and definitely would I'd rather see her chum around with Daredevil in, in a, a million times in a row than watch her chum around with Bruce anymore. You know, Not the that fact I didn't that enjoy she's, it, uh, that she's out there publicly yeah. as, as Jennifer. Right. I almost wonder, it's like, Oh, she's looking for a job. I'm like, uh, Nelson and Murdoch. Yeah. Right. That's actually what I thought was going to happen. But uh, I was kind of hoping like maybe, mm-hmm. maybe this whole superhero uh, law division will, will like fail. Well, so and, she's uh, she's yeah. essentially a prosecutor, a sort of uh, a defense attorney, a defense now, lawyer so, now. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, she might come head to head with with Foggy at a different company or something cool like that. Like, uh, who know, who knows this? So that's you know. that's another question, and th- this is just an, an aside question here. We we have the confirmation of Charlie Cox coming back. Um, mm-hmm. Is is the actor who played Foggy Nelson coming back? Because uh, well, I actually so he, actually like him. He's a Disney guy, right? He's actually, I liked him. 
He's a uh, wasn't he the 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 goalie in Mighty Ducks or something like that? Oh, you know now that you say oh, that, he's, he's you're right. Yeah, he's yeah. like a like no, he's he like wasn't a, the goalie, but he was the slap shot guy or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. sure, yeah, yeah. Um, and so like he's got like this Disney history. <laughs> oh yeah, he's the tough guy. Um, yeah, okay. But I don't know. I it just seemed it's yeah. Uh, it just seems like it would be imperative to have the entire cast return. We already know D'Onofrio is returning. Yes. And then I read something recently that said um, that uh, John Bernthal's Punisher is coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, in they, what capacity? I don't know. They would absolutely be crazy not to tap that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, wa- I mean, I, I wasn't a fan of all the Netflix stuff. I watched no, me neither. it all. Me neither, and yeah. uh, uh, I liked Defenders probably more than most people did, but um I thought there were balls that were dropped with certain characters. Um, I really liked Luke Cage. I was looking forward to a third season because I kind of, I stopped reading Luke Cage comics around the time he became that version of the character. Yeah. So I was kind of interested in seeing him as the godfather of Harlem. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd like to see that explored. Um, I, oh, uh, I'm going on a crazy rant tonight, boys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I loved uh the Doctor Who guy as the purple. Uh, yeah. Oh right. Uh, I would love oh to see him um, as a villain again. Oh my god. Um, D'Onofrio. <laughs> yeah, I know. Isn't that brutal? <laughs> um, you know, I, I I hate to do that, but Iron like uh, Iron Fist David was probably Tenet. the weakest. David Tennant. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Iron Fist was so weak, uh, unfortunately for me. And I really was. I had high. I liked the character a lot. I like the uh, guy playing him. Re- he did. Oh well, yeah, no, he, he had fine, Jones. Did a fair job, yeah. and yeah, uh, Jones. His, um, his partner, she was excellent. Um, that so Colleen, uh, Wing. Colleen Wing played Colleen by, Wing. Uh, um, uh, and I love her. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. Um, I know. She was in. She was in Star Wars. Yeah, she was in Star Wars, and she was just in uh, the new Matrix film. Yeah, and I mean, she uh, was definitely in, my favorite thing about oh, that show. I can't think of her name. She's great. Oh. Um, God, she's awesome. I can't think of her name. Help us why out, guys, this, if you're out there. Why is this happening to me? <laughs> this is what happens just, when we go off script. She was yeah, bugs right. in the Matrix. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, uh, she was definitely my favorite thing about that. I'd love to see Colleen Wing in another thing. Uh, yeah, me too. Although the actress, I think, could even be somebody bigger in, in the MCU. She's she's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Um, so I think they'd be doing a disservice if they didn't try to bring those characters, even if it was an ensemble thing. Uh, we could do it better take on the defenders for sure um yeah daredevil uh, always 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 been one of my favorites Uh, you know you guys know i love the street level brawler kind of heroes so yes um always daredevil always had this weird his his superpower is his disability which was always enthralling to me there's just so much room for these street level guys to occupy this space right alongside the She-Hulk that it's uh yeah it's hard yeah. not to imagine them you well, know all you know, turning up in some capacity. I spent 20 years reading comics that were kind of all street based before yeah, I got into yeah. the stuff that was traveling through the stars and it's like Marvel the MCU almost hit that running. We were almost into this like you know these epic space faring tales almost off the you know what I mean like yeah um, yeah, it didn't take very long to, uh, no. to get. I mean, uh, I guess wave one was sort of the battle for New York, and then we got bigger and yep. bigger and bigger. But I, 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 I love that gritty, you know, 
the, the vulture who could probably take over a small country somewhere. Oh, sure. Yeah. Is just robbing <laughs> yeah. a bank. Yeah. <laughs> I love that stuff. Like, that's crazy. Why is he only robbing a bank? Oh, well. <laughs> He's got bags of money. <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, it'll be interesting to see what he does now over in the uh, Sony uh, verse. Mm. He's now over there. Yeah. Eh, he can come back. I, I suppose he could come back. Yeah. I suppose so. We, st- we still got to see him do his uh, thing with the scorpion. Yeah. They tease that one out. That's right. No payoff there yet, but, uh, you know, anything else you guys want to touch on, on, uh, she, uh, she Hulk before we, uh, yeah, I, got I can't more. wait. Oh, you got I more. Have... Okay. I got more. We're not done. Oh, yet. I thought, you know, <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> but no, uh, again, like you said, caption, catching that lightning in a bottle. Yeah. With the first arc there, the whole infinity saga that was catching it. And that was based on one of the most popular stories they've ever told. Planet Hulk is, is arguably another one. Uh, mm-hmm. Listen, sure. I, I stopped buying individual comic books like dec- uh, a couple decades ago, yeah. but like big event titles, uh, uh, Planet Hulk and World War Hulk are both in my, in my collection. Yeah. And right, absolutely. it's not limited to two, right? There are multiple wide Brilliant. arcs like that, yeah. that if played right, you know, can translate the same way Infinity War did. And, yeah. and the thing and, being, uh, like having said that, the thing being there, uh, when I, when I look at all those events, I, I would have to say the ones that stick out the most to me, like Infinity War was fantastic, Planet Hulk was yep. fantastic, but when I look yep. at like things like the Age of Apocalypse oh, or I, the I, Dark I was, Phoenix, oh, we are Santa, right in the same or, place, sir. Or you know when the Extinction Agenda. When I look, when I mm, think of big anthology things that that Marvel has done, I always go X Men. They've events, killed yeah. it with the cross generational X Men stuff and that yep. big arcing stories they really cut their teeth and they killed it on that and it, it gave them the sort of confidence to do it with other heroes and, and bring yeah. them together so when you're talking about that level of like you could you could do a phase six that is nothing but mutants oh yeah, very yeah, easily yeah, yeah. you know um that stuff i can't i can't wait for that stuff yeah yeah you and me both and I think the biggest thing, if we're going to end this somewhere down the line, and they might not ever do it because they're billions and billions of dollars keep rolling in. <laughs> yeah, but for right. me, my end game, honestly, would be a trilogy of movies that are the Secret Wars. Oh, yes. That that well, 1980s Secret, Secret Invasion War. on Secret Invasion is, is on the docket. It's one of the other titles. Yeah, Coming soon. Yeah. yeah. How it's are they? How show, they? Yeah. How they plan yeah. on handling that? I I don't. Everybody's know. a scroll. Well, right, but I mean, we've already. I Secret mean, Invasion is the perfect vehicle for a Netflix tran- or a 20th yeah. century Fox transition, because you can just say, no, they don't count. They were scrolling. It didn't happen does it, here. Does yeah. it matter yeah. that, uh, that Talos essentially in his group are basically portrayed as being the heroes? victims? Yeah. yeah. And heroes. Yeah. Yeah. Does I that, think that'll does get that addressed matter? in the, the marbles. Yeah. Cause that's completely okay. contrary to, uh, yeah. To, to the source material. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Facebook comment here. I agree with this one. They have never done the Phoenix, right? Uh, agree. Never. Both times no. they tried no. it. No. Agreed. Or well, I guess no. three times they tried and it. I, I, no, I, twice, I, twice. Yeah, yeah with Famke. They alluded uh, to yeah, it and, once uh, and, and tried it girl. twice. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And I'd be, they did better the second time, but I, yeah. that, for me, that's like one of those source materials that is so, it's got to be perfect. And I don't yeah. know. You can't. I don't know if you want to try it a third time and have it ruin a franchise. You might steer away from it for a bit. Yeah. It, it's sort of the peak of X-Men, like that Chris Claremont stuff. Yeah, man. Like you were saying that that uh, I went back and I watched the New Moons. Uh, oh, your and? there, uh, and? dude, <laughs> so good. And it's the entire 
it's like there's a 10 issue arc in the early right. mid eighties that Chris Claremont penned for the new mutants with the, the spirit bear. And it was straight out yeah. of the, I mean, yeah, if yeah. you guys are fans of that Chris Claremont stuff, that movie, so now, so now good. that you've seen it, Hank, now do you see why it was delayed when I said that it, it parallels some of the, the, the things from Captain Marvel? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, that that one should have gotten. I mean, is that the is that the mutants in MCU? I I don't know. I started watching Legion too, going. Oh, this is oh, really good series. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Um, but there's got to be some way to stop all that horse crap and entwine them all in. I, I know people want money and distribution and all, you know. But if there was some way where we could magically make everybody on the same page, just everybody, the yeah. things yeah, we yeah. could do with this universe. It's yeah. by, and then, and like I said, culminating uh, in Secret Wars that uh, where all the heroes and villains go to beyond our world and fight. Yeah, man, like the that, source material is laid out. Just that, get the right and do it. That's right. That yeah. is one of the greatest things ever. You know, absolutely holds up back, too. I read it recently. It holds up too. Nice. But uh, back to our She Hulk show here. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, she Hulk. We're still on episode two. Yeah. Uh, so Bruce, he ends up flying off to wherever and uh, she makes the call to Holloway and says, you know, right, I'll take the right. case. And he says, OK, great. But you might want to check TV. And then we see the abomination prison break. And this footage they're showing is direct footage right out of Shang-Chi right from yeah. the fight. Yeah. From the cage fight with Wong and him. Yeah. So, so that puts that. us a few months back, like, you know, if in terms of the real world release of yep, Shang-Chi, yep. it's like almost a year. But yeah. does that mean we're like kind of loose with the continuity we're just maybe it establishes where this falls in the timeline yeah exactly yeah yeah well this is this is one of the things that has me oh go ahead happens sorry shang chi happens after eternals oh possibly because i guess so yeah the eternals headline yeah the head thing yeah (laughs) maybe i don't know this is the semantics i guess uh of all the stuff that we saw in the trailers for she hulk was that whole like oh the abomination and wong I am super, super interested to see and learn about what is the relationship between these two guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. why do you go grab him? I mean, who do you think broke him out of prison? Yeah, it's a portal for we'll, sure. We'll sling ring you out of there. And, uh, right. Yeah. I need you for five minutes. Get over Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. Well, with Wong being the Sorcerer Supreme of this reality, that's, that's right. sort of, I'm not up to on Doctor Strange comics necessarily, but that's unprecedented territory as far as I know. Like even mm-hmm. America Chavez is like, what? You're not Sorcerer Supreme? Yeah. So, I mean, maybe he's instrumental in, in assembling the, the Dark Avengers or the Anti-Avengers or whatever oh, it maybe. is. Like, maybe, yeah. He's yeah. a different take on Strange, so he's uh, assembling this team. I don't know. Certainly Abomination would be a, a Hulk uh, like a, replacement yeah, he's your, contender. Like muscle. Right. Yeah. He's your muscle, yeah. She turns the channel on and sees that, and she's like, well, this sucks. Yeah, that's going to make it <laughs> representing him really, really hard. Yeah, just put but it doesn't whole... change her boss's countenance at, at all. Like, he, no. he maintains this, uh, you know, you still got to do the case. Like, you're still, yeah. yeah. It doesn't no, say that she had to win the case. She just had no. to take it. Right. Yeah. And she did agree to do that. And she kind of put her foot in her mouth saying, you know, I, this is going to be I think great. he's it's got a good case. Best. Yeah, I'm yeah. got it locked. Yeah, and, yeah. Oops. <laughs> May have gotten a little ahead of herself on that one. Yeah. Is that Channel 10 from any of the other shows? Did anybody? Uh, I just thinking about it now. That, up. that I would not know. It's not they as use, on the nose. They as use cut the news, newscasters yeah. a bunch in, in different 
uh, versions of the TV show. So I was wondering. Right, right. But then we get our credit art, which again is fantastic. Love and it. in our post-credit, we get more scenes of oh her helping God. around the house. When when uh, the father said, I need you to help me do some stuff, and then they go outside, and he's like, I just wanted to talk to you. I'm yeah. like, oh, they want her to la- I actually said, jack the car up. Yeah. yeah. Sure, the post-credit <laughs> yeah, scene, yeah, there yeah. she is. <laughs> what do you drink this much water it, for? <laughs> she's holding it with, like, what? Is it a trailer hitch? She's yeah, just holding trailer it? hitch, just yeah. holding it up. Looking One finger. Annoyed. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's too priceless. And the the brother or whatever. I could have done that. I could have done that. Yeah. Chad the genius. Chad uh, the genius. The way she's just kind of staring off like, uh-huh. Like, yeah, hurry up, finish. Yeah, but that is what I've got for the first two episodes of She-Hulk. Excellent. Well, that was Excellent. great. That was a nice, uh, nice yeah, look. I know at, I probably uh, missed a few Easter eggs, oh, but... That's okay. Uh, that's all right. I there mean, was a lot jammed in there. It, it's safe to say the, th- the three of us... Um, Look, uh, we all like it oh yeah i, I can't I like wait it. for the next episode super strong yeah yeah um uh, all of their tv for me i know you guys weren't big moon knight fans i i super enjoyed moon knight too i yeah. haven't been with the exception poor poor wanda with the exception of the first two episodes taken out of context <laughs> i yeah. have not been disappointed with any of their tv Is that right? and okay. i can't say that about the uh their last few movies i won't say that i've been disappointed i would just say that i have had a a, a more pleasurable experience sure 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 yeah and and everything's been good and i really appreciate the way that they're that they're tackling uh a lot of the stuff i love the way that they talk they tackled mental health in uh in moon knight i loved it Mm -hmm. yeah i love the way that they tackled uh racism in the falcon and the winter soldier and then and then again and anti-heroes another actually yes yeah yeah i really liked uh the uh I was going to say Sin Eater. I can't remember the, the character now. Sorry. But the, the female lead from. Sure. And says, I've enjoyed all the TV shows except Miss Marvel, which was so-so for me. I see. Now, she, the, the girl, I, like I, 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 she was so charming to me. She um, is the perfect and then, Kamala, it, honestly, Kamala Khan. Honestly, it's a bit meta. And I don't usually go, oh, this actor X and Y. And therefore, I enjoy their stuff more. But when I watched that little short about the actress being yep. a cosplay uh, fan and yeah, yeah, yeah. how she got the job, I went, okay, they found a real life Kamala Khan to play yeah. Kamala Khan. And I went, okay, now I'm invested. It was like, and an I thought she was so charming yeah, actually. Yeah. Uh, and she's and, already and, a fan. So she knows, you know, she's going to be passionate yeah, about but when you see those like pictures of her and... as a, a much younger girl from like three, four years ago, dressed up yeah. like this character. And, and, also really refreshing to see, um, you know, a, a Pakistani family played by, you know, uh, you know, Canada, we're progressive. We have Kim's convenience and had it for years and stuff. I had a friend of mine who I sort of was like, you should watch Kim's convenience. If you're Korean, you might like it. It's kind of cool. Glenn well, says, I, good I performances, but it still didn't hit for me. I didn't get that endorphin rush I used to get on Wednesdays when new comic books came out. No, that's, I, a, fair, I, yeah. that's a fair statement. I, yeah, I, I, I understand that for sure. Wednesdays. <laughs> uh, I really like it for, for those, those reasons that like, you know, it's nice to see um, uh, a, a group of, uh, of people getting, getting uh, shine or put on just because the story requires it. Um, Our anonymous it, Facebook it, user says, I really liked it. Yeah. I, you know, like being a, being a native guy that didn't, 
understand that he was native most of his life until I met my real father. Um, and then watching Johnny Depp play Tonto in a Lone Ranger movie, it made that stuff. I don't care how Cherokee you yeah. think you are. Yeah. Yeah. There's no. And so when I see stuff like this, where it's like, it's very refreshing to me and it must be super refreshing to these people who are constantly unrepresented in media. Yeah, I was so just going to really say, like I mean, this has been just a, a really positive exercise in how representation matters and what representation can mean to the people who are being represented. And mm-hmm. it can be done tastefully without pandering, too, because there's a lot we, of that, too, that people don't appreciate. We just had a great experience, uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, with Prey, the, the Predator prequel film. Oh, so buddy. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I did watch it in Comanche, by the way. Nice. Glenn, uh, with another comment, no doubt the Marvel universe is for everyone. Mutants were outcasts too. Fully. And yes, that's the whole point were. of mutants. They were synonymous with, you could pick a color or pick a, a sexual preference or pick right. some way you were being, if you were a nerd and you were bugged because you were smart or that was, that was Marvel's answer. Stanley's sort of answer to the downtrodden, the, the, yeah, the underman. Yeah. And the everyday kind of, and that was the beauty of, 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 of mutants because you could get, you could put in, right. You could put yourself into that so easily, uh, which is the beauty of that, uh, uh, you know, so that's, that was the earliest way they were sort of all inclusive for sure. Absolutely. They were. Well, listen guys, I don't have anything else, um, uh, tonight. Uh, you guys got anything else you want to talk about? Uh, season two of Chucky is coming. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) I'm looking forward to that one. Nice. Um, for those of you who are maybe not uh, following us on our social uh, social media platforms, I just want to point out, uh, for those of you who are joining us here live tonight, and uh, later on, for those of you who are catching this in the replay, this is our 120th video Ooh. since we uh, started our YouTube channel. By the way... Andy, uh, big props to Andy, who has been working tirelessly behind the scenes. All Fandom Power videos are now on the new Fandom Power podcast YouTube channel. Fully so migrated. everything is now 100% migrated the port over king. there. Yeah. The port king. <laughs> the port authority. Uh, that's right. And we love him for that. <laughs> so thank you very much for that. Thank you out there for coming along on this crazy little ride that we like to do every Sunday night. And our other milestone, we just crossed 50 subscribers hit, on YouTube. Yes, we hit 50 subscribers this week. I know that that is nothing in the, in in the, the world scheme. of, of, it's of huge YouTube. to us. It matters. However, it's huge. Uh, 47 other people out yeah. there. I feel like, like Sally Field. You like me. You really like me. That's <laughs> how I feel too. And uh, we are, as I say, we are working uh, behind the scenes all the time. Even when you think we're not, uh, like I said, a, a couple new videos came out in the last couple of weeks, uh, working towards doing lots more short form content for those of you who and have or uh, much shorter and or. attention spans. But for uh, those of you who like the long form stuff that we are uh, known for doing, as Hank just said, Andor is right around the corner, and we will be right back into that with our deep dive, beat for beat, blow by blow, plot breakdown. And all of the lore connections that we can pull out of that. So I'm really looking forward to doing that. And I'm scared shitless because it's three episodes in the first week. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, and, and seeing how good She-Hulk is, I can see why Andor was pushed back. They definitely didn't want it to cross over as much. As, yeah. It's yeah. still going to cross yeah, over yeah. two episodes, but I can, I can, I see the logic now. 
Eh, that's okay. Um, do we know where the Bad Batch is sitting currently? Has it uh, been delayed as well? It, I just read an article uh, indiscriminately pushed back. They didn't say anything hard, when? but it's okay. definitely... That's fine. It doesn't have its... Um, was it a November 2022 release before? It's, I that's thought no it longer was. On the table. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, maybe it's, it's going to be pushed to the first year. quarter of 2023, I think. That's fine. Yeah, uh, they for, wouldn't want it to overlap with the Mandalorian. From the wall, and yeah, and well, uh, Andor is going to be... Um, uh, what 12 12 episodes well, it's 12 yeah. episodes so it's nine weeks right because the first uh, yeah. three are the first yeah, week, yeah. so yeah. yeah and it does overlap with she hulk two two episodes overlap so there is going to be a lot for the fandom to cover uh for at least for the the end of uh september beginning of october well, I I think that there's a I mean it's a, a very exciting time to be a fan of anything uh, mm. that's out on, in the Disney Plus realm right now. There's just so much stuff coming down the pipe, and that means we'll have content for miles. <laughs> it's wicked. Listen, guys, as always, if you like the show, please uh, leave us a comment. We love interacting with you guys here on the live shows. Do check out some of our uh, pre-recorded stuff. Uh, go back and visit our back catalog. Maybe you missed some stuff when it was back on the old channel. But uh, also consider do consider becoming a, a patron of the show, where there's going to be uh, some benefits there for you. You will have access to all of the show notes uh, at any level, as well as you uh, can get your name in the credits as a uh, producer. So we'd look forward to uh, having you become a part of the team, as it were. And I think that's it for me, guys. Yeah, that's Amen. all I got. All right. So there will be something next week. Yep, I don't know what I don't know what that's going to be, but I'll probably have a couple more short videos out before then. At least, I, awesome. I at least one. Ideas. I'll have at least one uh, one new video uh, out this week, probably middle of the week or so, depending on when you're watching this, or maybe it's already out. Who knows? Um, but yeah, we'll be back next Sunday for the next live stream. But until then, I guess uh, for Fan Power, my name is Wes. I'm Andy. I'm Hank. And we will see you on the next one, guys. Bye for now. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to Fandom Power. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be talking about another one of your favorite fandoms. Fandom Power is a Sawcast production.